dog. All right, this is the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. Well, we're back. Ed Carbajal, Matt Hawkins, as always. This week, we are joined again by Ms. Jillian DeCourcy, who has a, a fight booked for May 11th, Invicta FC 47. And uh, Jillian, I mean, it's been a while. So how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back, guys. Of course. So May 11th is the big return to the cage. and That uh, is the big wait. <laughs> and uh, a bit of a, a familiar opponent for you, huh? Uh, Lindsey Van Zant, who's fought in Pride, or not Pride, uh, in Ryzen and uh, Invicta and, and you know, a bunch stuff, of yeah. Bellator, a bunch of stuff on yep. your coast. Um, so a familiar opponent from your amateur days. Uh, how does it feel fighting somebody, A, I mean, obviously, really good fighter, and B, uh, somebody who you've competed against before? Um, it's really exciting. I mean, like we've tried, like this match has been like something that's like we knew was going to happen at some point. It was just, um, it's been tried to like been matched up like for a few, a few different times, but it just wasn't lining up either for myself or for her and, you know, different things were going on, whether it was injuries or just like, you know, timing of other events going on. Um, so it's something like we both knew we're going to, was going to happen. And now it's like, all right, the stars align and now we're doing this. Um, it's definitely exciting. Cause I think it's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a great fight. And, um, you know, I think we both have like a, a lot to gain from it. So. And this, this is an atom weight too, right? Yep. Which is your preferred weight. I remember you said that last time that you preferred to, to fight out at 105 versus like the straw weight that they try to push on everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, like we get fight offers all the time and it's like, Hey, you know, straw weight, straw weight, straw weight. And it's like, yeah, no, like I, I did that as a pro and it's just, I, I I'm, I'm small for a straw weight. So you you guys fought as in your amateurs though. I mean, so it's, there's a huge gap of when you actually. I don't know if you trained with each other because I know out in Long Island, it's always it's it's almost kind of like like in New Jersey, like everybody's kind of familiar with everyone. They mm -hmm. cross paths in training rooms every once in a blue. So how long has it been since you've actually like seen each other's progression? Um, I mean, we were on like the we did the Phoenix tournament together. So um, and we stay in contact. We're we're actually really friendly um obviously right now we're not like communicating and talking and being like besties because mm -hmm. um, we both have a goal in mind but um we cross-trained i want to say like a couple of years ago um we both just happened to show up at henzo's um for one of their pro practices at the same time um and we worked together then but we're both i think completely different fighters from when we first met as amateurs mm. You know, you're right in the middle of the card. Uh, seems like there's a lot of opportunities right now for Invicta. Uh, is Where do you see the winner of this fight? You know, obviously we're cheering for you. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. no, there's no doubt you're a friend of the show here. So um, what do you, where do you see, you know, after this fight, what, what do you see in the future there in Invicta? Um, I feel like the, I mean, the top of the division, I feel like is, is wide open right now um, as far as like atom weights go. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the winner has a strong pull um, to be, you know, either at title contention or, you know, a, 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 like a fight away from it. Yeah. And, and you brought up the Phoenix tournament, um, you know, you, you, you also, you competed in it. She, she won two fights in it and it wasn't right. until kind of doing some research on her and, and re-looking at your record and who you had competed against in the past, where I noticed that those fights on like topology are considered exhibition bouts because they were a five round fight or five minute, one five yes. minute round fight. Uh, what, is there any kind of feeling you have about that? I mean, 
obvious, you know, as far as your record goes, obviously for her, it's two wins that you don't see right. on her, on her record. Uh, is there anything said about, you know, between the fighters where it, it's kind of disappointing that it doesn't count on the record or is it just something that you guys don't even care about? Um, I mean, I, I like that it wasn't counted because you think about it, it's like five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So like for me, um, for example, like, I don't think that that like a, that tournament actually like showcased my skill set or anything um, because I fought, you know, I fought the person I fought at um, Linda, like in an actual three round fight. And, you know, I, I clearly won that. Um, and I feel like it would have been the same way if I if it would have been three rounds. Um, I would have I would have won it. Um, I'm going to bribe my dogs here. <laughs> They're getting a little rambunctious. I'm like, oh, I got the treats here for them. That's all right. <laughs> like, as so soon does, as they grabbed it, they stopped. <laughs> so does um, that turn you off to the idea of that kind of a tournament? Would you? Is that something you'd rather avoid in the future? Or, um, no, or, or... I mean, I would absolutely do it again um, because I think it's like a different experience. And you go in with like different – like the pressure is different, right? Because like, you know, obviously we're fighters. We all want to win. Um, but you knowing that, hey, wait, this is not going to be on my record. Um, you can go in with a different mindset. And I think doing it once and like kind of experiencing what that felt like, um, it, it would be like a little bit different outcome necessarily doing it again. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, uh, I used to be a really slow starter. And that's something that from the tournament, like we were trying to work on. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I'm someone that gets better as like the fight goes on. Um, I don't like die off like where you see people come out like blazing that first round, but then second round they're getting picked apart because you know, they just, they can't maintain that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually the opposite as I like, I, I feel like I build strength and I build power and um, my, my timing, everything just gets better the, mm -hmm. the longer the fight goes. So, um, but that's something that we've like worked on a lot since then just trying just to be able to like when I'm sparring, you know, not having that warm up round and just being like, all right, go. Um, so I think kind of doing that tournament again and kind of knowing what it feels like would be completely different. Mm. I mean, I kind of knew your, that was what your answer was going to be. Cause no one knew, I mean, you, you, I mean, the short time that I've known you and that we've talked on stuff uh, online and, and through messaging and stuff, I, I, you, you always seem like you're, you're, you're a go-getter. Like you're trying to go after any sort of competition that you, <laughs> you can get. So I, I had a feeling that was going to be your answer. But one thing I wanted to ask you, it just jumped in my head now thinking about that. Like all, because you you literally live tweet almost every event that I watch or most folks are watching. <laughs> so, do you ever see something like? Have you ever? Uh, I mean, if, feel free if you want to shout them out. If you ever have you ever seen a move that you're like, I, I gotta try that. I gotta see if I can add that to to my game. Like, if you remember an event or a fighter or something that kind of just jumped at you that said, I got I gotta start doing that. Um, I, I would like, I can't think of a specific fighter, but I would say like the, the buggy chokes. <laughs> oh, that's like everybody um, on the East coast is trying to do a buggy choke now. <laughs> Cause it's like, I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, you know, the first time you see, it, I can't even remember the first uh, person I saw to do it in MMA, but you're like, what? And then it's like, that's a kind of like a, a cool save your ass move. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been playing that position. It's funny that you're mentioning that. Cause I've been trying to do it. I don't. I'm too old. I don't have the. Fle it seems like you got to be a long, lanky, flexible person right. to really pull oh, it yeah, off. I'm, I'm super long and lanky, so you know. <laughs> but but it's, it it's like it's almost like um, everyone tries to do it from when someone's in side mount, right? Right. And then uh, it's like five years ago. I remember I watched a video, and oddly enough, Luke Thomas just he put something up, and he was like, "Oh, so and so just invented it." And I was like, "No, he didn't. That 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 move's been around." 
and it's like a version from from closed guard where you where it's like some folk call it a lat choke but it's almost the same thing and right. i feel like that's if i remember to do it like you know uh, I'm gonna send it to you, so maybe you could try it out too in your training room. Because yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Does but that, it's, is that AJ McKee? Was it was it AJ? No, McKee? it's similar, it, but it not really. Different, you, yeah, because you commented about an old fight with I think McKee being the one-armed guillotine, if if I remember right. So maybe I'm just confusing. Yeah, you. no, no, you're, you're thinking of that um that weird neck crank that McKee did to. There you to, go. But yeah, but um yeah, it's it's funny that you said the buggy choke because I've been trying it ever ever since that's been trending. I I'm like I feel like I'm gonna blow out my own knee trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like the crazy rubber guard stuff sometimes mm -hmm. where you're like how does your body even move like that yeah but, one um, of the other cool things about your upcoming fight is the return of the crowd uh yes yeah. i don't know how big or how many tickets they're selling but as somebody who loves to attend mma uh just the atmosphere as a fan i gotta imagine we've talked to some fighters who, who kind of got their uh, start in the ufc uh during the pandemic era and it seemed a couple of them kind of yearned for being able to walk into right. an arena of, you know, 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. um, obviously the municipal uh, in, uh, in Kansas city is not T-Mobile. Yeah, we're, not, we're not getting 20,000 people. <laughs> no, no, but, uh, but it's gotta be nice. Right. I mean, are you somebody that even notices that do you get, do you just, you get all white noise when you, when you get in the cage or do you feed um, off the, get, the crowd? Like, white noise. Um, so it's like, so not fighting without the crowd wasn't that big of a difference for me, um, especially, you know, with um, the Invicta crowds, because they do them a lot, like in the same place. It's always Kansas, a lot of times it's Kansas City. So, you know, you're not getting like these massive, massive crowds. Most mm -hmm. of theirs is like viewerships on like, you know, when it was Fight Pass or like YouTube now or Access. Um, so it's mostly like, you know, so you don't feel those fans. Um so for me, it wasn't that big of a difference, but it is definitely nice. Like, even if it's a small crowd, like, you know, somebody, you land something and you get the, ah, because then it, you know, it kind of gives you that energy. If you feel like you're mm -hmm. dying out, you can't feed off the crowd, um, whether it's a big or a small crowd to help kind of like propel you forward. So I guess uh, Shannon didn't listen to the Atlantic when we said we wanted her to come to Atlantic City for the whole movie. <laughs> well, I think too, like some of it, I know um, pre- COVID um, pre-pandemic they were like looking to like try and move around more and that was part mm. of the plans and then kind of the pandemic threw everything off so I think that's still in the plans that they do want to like mm -hmm. eventually bring the start to move the shows around again because they were moving them like I fought in Salt Lake I fought in um out in Cali I think I fought somewhere else too Mm -hmm. um, I know Vegas and Cali out here had big successful crowds yeah mm -hmm. uh, at, at all the events that I went to so I, I would love to see it you know, you guys need it on the West, East Coast out there, but uh, yeah, that would definitely be nice. Because um, yeah. I, I, never, I, I can't remember the last time um, I've been able to have like actual like people come to my fights that like being local. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I mean, like when we talked to you, the that that men award thing didn't did that even what happened? I I know we had the storm that weekend, and every time yeah. I want to go see you at one of those, <laughs> I'm just to see you face to face. Finally, I'm like. Eh, the last two I wound up working, and then this one was like we had ice. The ice storm it was like the last storm of the season. Yeah, that was yeah. That storm was a little wild. Mm -hmm. It um they wound up doing it the next day, but I wasn't able to kind of to to do it the next day. So it was kind of like, all right, next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's funny. I mean, uh, both again with your opponent for Invicta, I was making the joke when the announcer. I was so excited first of all just to see that you got a fight and. And um, they hadn't announced a location yet, 
So I was crossing my fingers, hoping right. that they would do something out here. <clears throat> but um, it, our, our, we didn't even know the location when we got our con- when we got like our contracts and stuff. Initially, it was just like TBA, and I was like, "All right, I mean, like, <laughs> guess I'll find out at some point. I mean, <laughs> I don't really have to do anything for it. you. Just got you know, you just send me the plane ticket, and I get on the plane. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, but with you and Lindsay fighting, I mean, it would have been nice. I mean, that I think you guys could have brought. In a oh, crowd we would have brought a big crowd over yeah. there. <laughs> Well, yeah. you can always you they could have their first show for the Adam Weight uh, title fight in uh, what, say, six months or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what what about um um uh the broadcasting? Invicta's been on YouTube for the last few events, right? Yep. <clears throat> so, what's your thing? I mean, my take is I wrote something on my newsletter about it. I actually love because one's been doing it. A lot of a lot of promotions right. have been putting their stuff on YouTube. And I feel like more and more people, just because of that platform is so easily accessible, yep. more and more people are able to watch it. I mean, how do you feel about it? Are you happy that it's on YouTube or, or like what's your, what are your thoughts? Um, now I am. When I actually like sat down, I like thought about it. And I'm like, wait, this makes it so much more accessible. Mm-hmm. It's easy for people to watch, right? You literally just type in Invicta and like it pops up. You don't even need to type it in like fight day. I think it's just already in there like little things to watch Mm -hmm. um so that means more people are tuning in more people are watching more opportunities to you know for exposure um especially for atom weights because like we don't have as many um platforms to be able to actually perform on um so i think i think it's actually a really good thing because it makes it so easy you don't have to like bargain with people to hey just sign up for fight Pass take the seven day trial, you know, <laughs> then do whatever you got to do. Um, yeah. Like I've had like most of my family like had fight pass just because they were like, Oh, we just keep it. So then when you fight, we can have it. Mm. Um, but now they're like, Oh, oh wait, you're not fighting on there anymore. All right. I, I it's easy now. <laughs> yeah. Ur- Uriah Faber used to comment a lot about that back in the day uh, because he had that run in the UFC where he was on a lot of prelims and people right. always wondered. And he actually commented saying, Hey, I don't, I don't want my friends to have to spend seventy dollars to watch right. the fight. Um, I can fight for free on ESPN or whatever it was. You know, they right. through all those channels they were on back in the day, Spike and all that stuff. He was he was just able to, you know, he said, "Hey, I, my friends can watch it for free. They can, you know, I can send them a link, and there it is." You know, and uh, so uh, I, I think that that's cool. I think it, it it would be nice to see Invicta obviously pick up something that allows for a, a you know a funnel of cash right. to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, absolutely, because that's better for the fighters at the end of the day. It's better for right? everybody all around if there's you know if there's yeah. money, uh, to, you know that's coming into the promotion. But uh, real quick, following your thing, masked Jason or one-eyed bag, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> We're going to go uh, one-eyed bag. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I go, uh, masked Jason was pretty cool, but a one-eyed bag is uh, yeah, that, pretty that, that, psycho. Yeah, I mean, that's next level. <laughs> I mean, and, but not for nothing. You, you always insist that you're not a horror fan, but you're always – I mean, I feel like you and I have had – We've probably we're probably even between talking about <laughs> MMA and horror stuff when we talk privately. So I mean, can, can we settle it now? Like, are you a horror fan now, or I? So I'm like a punk. <laughs> 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 like, if I'm gonna watch something that's like uh, kind of scary or like on the horror level, I have to do it like early in the day because then I'll get <laughs> riled up and I won't sleep. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
So I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan. I mean, most of my knowledge and the things I know is just talking from my manager, Jason. Yeah. Um, he's the one that kind of fills me in on it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, now I get this. All right. <laughs> I, he and I have only chatted briefly, like through messaging, but I have a feeling if I ever meet the guy in person, he and I are going to talk for hours about horror films. But um, oh yeah, I wouldn't even call him a fan. I call him like a fanatic. <laughs> He's probably been to horror conventions out here, and I, 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 we probably like rub shoulders or something. I don't know because he won't get on a plane. So. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> but um. Anyway, I mean, uh, just everything you're doing with uh, again, we talked about your social media interaction. Like you, you actually come up with these weird quizzes out of nowhere. <laughs> like, how do you come up with this stuff so fast? And like, is it on the fly, or, or is something that comes to you and you're just uh, remixing it for your own, you know, following? Um, it's usually just like random thought. It's like, ah, like, let me just write this out here. Because um, if I think too much into it, then like it'll nothing will ever get written or posted. And that was like mm -hmm. my issue for a long time. And that's why we kind of started the thing with the fights and like stuff like that. Because it was a way just to kind of get my name out there, um, mm -hmm. have a presence on social media. So it's like, I can't overthink it. I just got to throw out whatever is like on the top of my head at that moment. Mm -hmm. I know uh, there's a big female uh, Bellator fight two of them coming up uh this weekend but i was kind of curious i'm wearing my old pitbull mckee one shirt um you know is somebody who obviously knows what they're talking about and, and likes to talk about the fights online and stuff uh what was your do you mind if i ask your take on that fight and uh what you thought about it the judge's decision i guess i should say um i mean it's you know you, anytime like judges decision it's like <laughs> Yeah, you can't really be mad. I mean, I've been on like sides of decisions where I'm like, I don't really necessarily think that that's accurate or um, agree with it, but it is what it is. Mm. What it is. I mean, have you ever been shocked like <laughs> McKee appeared or, you know, at least the shock that he had? Have you is there ever been like a shock and awe moment with judges or has it always been like, oh, I was a close fight and it kind of sucks he didn't lean my way, but. You know, I can um, see it the other way or have you have you ever sat there and go, I don't know what the hell that judge was watching? Um, I mean, I feel like I've, I feel like um, the closest one I would say, like, like, because I usually um, am never really a good judge of where I'm at personally, like mm -hmm. in a fight. Like I've definitely gotten better with that now, mm -hmm. um, just as I've like gotten more experience and, you know, my fight IQ has gone up. Um, is that it would be. um would be the, the tournament one that was one where i was like all right i think i did enough right to win like i didn't blow around the water and do anything but i think i did enough so then when i like didn't get it, i was like really okay mm. like i kind of take down like yeah she got back up but like you know i thought it was enough um mm. so i would say that would be my closest equivalent i've never been where it's been like so you know lopsided where you're like what how did they even see it thankfully um because uh -huh. i can only imagine like how like you know it sucks to lose but then when you feel like you've really gotten like robbed um yeah that like, i can't imagine like how that feels mm. i mean i would also i mean if it's you yourself you're probably if it's, if it's after your fight you just you know win all the rounds and stuff like that you're probably you're probably just kind of like coming down off of your you know adrenaline dump or whatever right. it is that that you're just like oh whatever <laughs> but talking <laughs> uh, about looking at at fights i wanted i did want to add i have it on my notes here so i wanted i wanted your opinion or uh, if you want if you uh don't mind telling us your prediction uh looking at arlene blanco and and uh, chris cyborg for bellator this week and they're out in hawaii um i was, I was gonna be absolutely cyborg like yeah. 
Yeah, like not even a doubt. <laughs> I mean, she's just she's just like a you know a monster on another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't think you can really, do, especially since it's yeah. a rematch. There's not a lot of. Uh, but yeah, I don't th- like. But I mean, it, yeah. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, it's like who who is there? Like who can like at, at that like weight class? Who's like mm-hmm. there to compete with like Cyborg? Um, Nobody in Bellator yeah, or, like... <laughs> or, or, you know, outside of Nunes and maybe Harrison, if if, yeah. uh, if she drops down to 145, like, permanently, right. might be interesting, but... Uh, yeah, but I don't even think, like, Harrison, like, I think I think Cyborg would still take it. Oh, I'd pick Cyborg all day long. Yeah. I'm just, that, that, I'm just, I mean, you're literally, you're down to, like, three girls at <laughs> right, that Right, yeah, like, who, like, what, what that, are you doing here? <laughs> you know, and I'm not even so sure I'd pick Nunes in a rematch. Like, right. Cyborg mm-hmm. just... Seems like she, her. You talk about fight IQ. Yeah, it's like you know, she's just went every fight. It's gotten yep. more and more off the chart. Where it's right. It's like she's a technical. You know, when she came out, she was just this savage a brawler. brawler yeah, that she scared just, the hell out of everybody. She was just a scary person. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it, you know, it, it's definitely it's not the same Gina Carano cyborg that we see now. It's, right. it's a you know, it's she's not getting thrown with with you know some off balance throw and right, you right. know stuff like that. She's you know, it's just, so, yeah, I don't see anybody beating her, um, but, you know, but Blanco's cool, I, I, you know, but I don't know what, I don't know what they're gonna do with, with Cyborg, the whole, mm-hmm. it, you got, you got three organizations that all have one really good fighter at, at yeah. or yeah. around that weight class, and we live in a world where apparently there'll never be a cross promotion, so, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know, and yeah. I'm assuming, uh-huh. I, I'm assuming you got Cyborg. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard, it's a re, like you said, it's a rematch, and more, I mean, statistically, I think the rematches like that usually go the same way. I mean, it's very rare that you get these back and forth. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I always like to give everybody their their due, due diligence, though. So, I mean, we'll see what happens at the fight. I mean, I, I'm I'm also I also know I've talked to Blenko a lot, and um, she seems pretty confident. Her energy seems good. So, um, uh, Jillian, do you know if Monica's going to be out there to watch those fights? Like, is she going to be in house for them? Um, we, we, uh, I don't know, actually. I gotta mm. check in with her. Yeah, I haven't um, heard from her in a minute myself. Not, I don't so. know. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure if she, uh, I forgot what, which island she's on. I don't know if she's on the main island. Mm. Have you um, ever been out there? No, that's, that's definitely on, like, my, my list. <laughs> like, I, I, um, yeah, I got Monica out there I could stay with. <laughs> um, one of my aunts, they have, like, a place out there. So I'm like, I have, like, places to stay. I just gotta get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. That's it. That's an issue these days. I was supposed yeah. to be in Vegas a couple of weeks ago and I couldn't even get there. So flights got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. I but, also uh, see worse. the return, uh, that, that Saturday night Bellator card. I don't know why it slipped under my radar, but Alima Lay McFarland's making her return to the Bellator mm-hmm. cage. So another former champ, uh, exciting fun fighter to watch yes. uh, making it back to the cage. What do you think about Friday's title fight? Juliana Velasquez versus Liz Carmouche. Um, um, I think that's like, like a, I think that's an interesting one. Um, it's kind of like can go like either way, but you know I'm gonna say Carmouche. Hmm. It's gonna be interesting because uh, uh, yeah. she'll be fighting in front of the military crowd there. Uh, so I wonder if that'll be like a. I wonder what kind of entrance or what kind of, uh, you know. Yeah. Bellator might do something kind of special for that, so that might be kind of yeah kind of exciting. I can see that too, uh, Jillian. Let me ask you. Um, um how do you facilitate? Because because. Again, I mean, you 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 go hardcore when you watch these fights, especially Friday when there's multiple events. I mean, uh, sometimes I'm fighting to stay awake, and I'm on Twitter, and I see you're you're still tuning in. So, okay, this this one's starting now. 
Like, uh, I mean, what are you? Do you take uh, BCAAs? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what's What's your energy plan for for our Friday uh, night fights? Uh, usually, like, uh, well, Friday nights, depending on like what my uh, training schedule is like, um, I mm. usually kind of train more like hardcore in the morning. Mm. Um, come home, like, take a nap. <laughs> Must yep, yeah. work a little bit um and then kind of get at it and uh pass out when it's done mm. um so it's definitely kind of like the bad habit of uh staying up late but <laughs> you know it's it's i'm like ah oh, it's friday it's all right i could get away with it i probably wouldn't go to sleep anyway so <laughs> <laughs> but you do it and then and then i see because i mean i train on saturdays too but i see like uh, on twitter you're like oh i got training and then i'm watching the fights yeah. So you still do it and you still get the training the next day. Yeah. And I, and I work, uh, I usually work on Saturdays too, like in the morning. So mm -hmm. yeah. So I kind of <laughs> so like my... get moving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you gotta just get up. You just get like, you gotta get used to the grind and just kind of do it and be like, all right, <laughs> on to the next one. Well, you're definitely cut from a, from a different cloth than I am. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> tough as nails all day. So um, um, it's May 11th and Victor FC 47. I mean, I'm I'm happy that you're on the card. I I love the promotion. Matt and I've been following it since forever. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's uh, that's I don't have any more questions for you. But if Matt, if you have anything else for uh, Ms. DeCourcy, no, um, I just want to wish her the best of luck. Thank her for coming on here, supporting the show. Uh, you know, I like your Twitter feed. I don't comment a lot. I don't do a lot of that. But uh, some of your stuff uh, amuses me, makes me laugh. So uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much keep doing what you're doing there and uh keep doing what you're doing around the cage and around the mma scene uh we're definitely got an eye it. on thank it thank you so much for the support yeah and maybe if cffc when they come to atlantic city again maybe yeah. they could throw you they, they've already dubbed you their official social media uh <laughs> representative so maybe yeah, they can get you on their card we're, um you know i'm looking to like get back on a cffc card mm -hmm. it's just been um you know actually being able to get like an atom weight fight with them that like you know makes sense for them makes sense for me um uh, but it's definitely something like you know we, we want to do um kind of especially now that fans are back it's mm -hmm. like all right it makes sense for for everyone um because i'll definitely pull in a crowd so yeah you know absolutely <laughs> um before matt takes us out do you want to shout out jason and, and your sponsors or any fighters anyone you want to shout out uh, by all means all right. Um, uh, shout out my my manager Jason Adams, my um, coaches and teammates at Long Island MMA and Ring Sport Muay Thai, uh, my sponsors uh, Sick Chick. Um, we got Receptra CBD. Um, who else we got? We got Guard What's Yours. We got oh man, <laughs> I am terrible at remembering <laughs> all the time. I had like so many people that supported me uh for like so long that like whenever I'm put on the spot, I'm like, I'm crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everybody I forgot, thank you so much for all your support, and I apologize. <laughs> and thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Oh, we're grateful that you make time for us. I mean, I mean, again, amazing person, amazing, you know, fighter and, and looking forward to, to seeing what, what you got uh, in store for us on May 11th. Thank you so much. Definitely. Gonna, it's definitely going to be entertaining. <laughs>
Real quick for fight fans that are listening, PFL is on right now. So if you're listening live after the show, please tune over and check out PFL. And if you just bleed like me, tomorrow is Joey Beltron, Frank Tate, mm-hmm. BKFC fight night, Thursday night show out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, until then, check out the show at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. You can always see us at allaccessmma.com. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins, at MMAHawk21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Edit Carbazal on Twitter, Carbeerzal on Instagram, and Old Head Carb on Twitch. Have a good night, both of you. Uh, good good talk to you, Ed. Good <laughs> talk to you, Jillian. And it's Lionheart Jill on Twitter, right? It is Lionheart Jill on, <laughs> on everything, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, thanks again. Have a good night, everybody. All right, good night. Bye.